Yo, what's up? It's your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and welcome to Hood Radio. What's up, family? It's your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and welcome to Hood Radio. What's up, family? It's your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and welcome to Hood Radio. What's up, family? It's your man, Mo Morris, the One Man Army, and welcome to Hood Radio, where we say, if you ask me how I do, I'm going to tell you I'm winning just like you. Where we say, if you ask me how I do, I'm going to tell you I'm winning just like you. Where we say, if you ask me how I do, I'm winning just like you, is what we say around here, family. Why? Because we winning. You know, brothers and sisters, we are winners. You know, you got to believe you're a winner to be a winner, family. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about even if you're getting your head cracked and you got to know that you are a winner. You know, I was looking at something. Did you know that Michael Jordan still has the number one shoe sold in the NBA right now? Did you know that? Did you know that Michael Jordan has the number one, I'm sorry, not the NBA, but in the country. No, Michael Jordan has the number one selling gym shoe by far. Michael Jordan ain't played basketball in 12 years, at least. He has the number one selling gym shoe. Why is that? That is because Michael Jordan is a winner. Michael Jordan is the only black owner in professional sports. Why is that? How is that possible? How is that possible? Right? Michael Jordan is a winner. But I remember when Michael Jordan used to get his head cracked by the Detroit Pistons. The Pistons used to serve us, y'all. The Pistons used to serve us. But the Pistons made Jordan a better basketball player. The Pistons made Jordan a greater basketball player. But Jordan had to get his head cracked. But while he was getting his head cracked, he was constantly preparing to be the best champion that he could be. He was constantly preparing to be a winner. When Michael Jordan was getting his head cracked by the, by the Detroit Pistons, he wasn't a loser, but he was losing. He wasn't a loser, though, but he lost. But he wasn't a loser. He didn't let the loss make him into a loser. He accepted the loss as part of the process. Right? And there's a process to success, family. Unity is required to have success. Michael Jordan was a tough teammate. Everybody talk about how, how tough Michael Jordan was. But you know what? All of them got rings because of Jordan. Steve Kerr, yeah, Michael Jordan stole on Steve Kerr, but Steve is a world champion because of Jordan. Jordan also passed the ball to Steve Kerr against the Utah Jazz to hit the game winning shot in the finals, too. Because they were unified, because they were behind a purpose. They might didn't like each other. I doubt very seriously if Steve Kerr hung out with Michael Jordan off the court. But on that court, they had a goal. They had the same goal. They were unified in the goal. You know, I'm talking to the sisters today. You know, sisters, are we unified in the goal? You know, sisters, I'm asking y'all this question. Sisters, are we unified in the goal? You know, I sit back, I look at some of the things that's going on that sisters is doing. And, and right on, sisters, right on, right on. But sisters, what's the goal? 
What's the goal when it comes to the brothers and the sisters? What's the goal for our people, black women? I'm asking y'all, I'm asking sisters, what is the goal for black people? I ain't talking about black girls. I'm asking sisters, what is the goal for black people? What is the goal for black people? I'm asking the sisters. What is the goal for black people? Now, sisters, ain't nothing like sisters. Man, you all are a force, right? I think about this past presidential election, right? I'm thinking about the Chucks and the Pearls. Remember how all y'all had y'all Chucks and Pearls on and how all you all were very passionate about us getting behind vice president. You all were telling us how we needed to vote for this sister. You all were telling us that she went to a HBCU. You all were telling us that she's an AKA. Right? Right? You all led the way with that. You all led the way about getting behind this woman and getting her elected as vice president of the United States. You all stood up and say that don't nobody say nothing negative about this sister. And we going behind her. And if you don't get behind this sister, you being disrespectful. That was basically the message. That was basically the message. You all were saying because she was a female because her daddy is dark skinned and because she's an AKA, we should get behind her. And because she went to an HBCU, we should get behind her. This is what y'all was telling us, right? Right? But then when I look at the sister in office, what has that sister did for the brothers and the sisters? I'm asking you sisters, I'm asking the black women to tell me what Madam Vice President has done for black people. And the reason I'm asking the sisters that is because the sisters stood up for her and told everybody to get behind her. And we got behind her and we got behind Joe Biden and we got them in office. They received more votes in the history of elections than any other um, running mates have ever received in polit political history. That's a fact. And the brothers and the sisters, for the most part, put them over the top, right? Right? We were there. I'm talking about what the black women were telling us to do, right? But sisters, I'm asking, what has she done to earn us to do it again? I'm not even here talking about the past. I'm not trying to throw nothing in nobody's face. I'm not even trying to be argumentative. What I'm asking is, what is the goal? What goal are we unified on for brothers and sisters? You know, over the past 10 years, I'll say, I'll say 10 years. Over the past 10 years, I watched more and more black women promoted than ever before. And right on. You know, but now that we on the other side of black girls rocks, what about the brothers? What is the goal? Black girls can rock up and down the street. Right on, black girls. Go get it. Go get it.
Go get it. But it's more, when it comes to children, we got more than black girls, y'all. And I'm going to do my part. I'm in the game, but I ain't in the game saying I'm just focused on all boys. I ain't in the game saying I'm focused on all boys. I can't be in the game saying I'm focused on all boys when I have daughters. So when it comes to my programming, I can't build programming that excludes girls because I'm not built like that. I'm a black man and I'm a black father with black daughters. And I ain't only the, I ain't the only black man Black father with black daughters. So I'm asking the sisters, the black girl rocks. I'm asking family, what is the unified goal for the brothers and sisters? You know, people say, you know, the Me Too movement did this and the Me Too movement did that. Hey, man, one thing the Me Too movement did was it exposed a lot of foolishness that was going on that was happening to women. You understand what I'm saying? Um, but the thing that I'll say is this. Everybody knew these things were going on. Everybody knew Weinstein and these dudes, they were gumps and they were sitting up there using their positions of power to sleep with women. Everybody knew that. Didn't nobody say nothing? Wasn't it? You know, everybody came together and sparked, the, sparked this revolution and me too and this, that, and the third. Okay, good. Praise God. Right on. Get them gumps up out of there. Move them out of the way. Right? But sister, I ain't your op. The black man is not your op. And this black man is asking a question that needs to be answered. What is the unifying goal between black men and black women for black people? Because you can't stand up in a room and say you fighting for black people. I can't stand up in a room as a black man and say I'm fighting for black men. And that's it. That don't work. When this movement started, it was man, woman, and child family. It was the black family moving together. So, sisters, I'm asking, what is the unifying plan for black people? See, sisters, you can sit up here and believe. You can believe that I'm your op. You can believe that you need to get the hell away from me. You can believe that. But it's just like I said with the black athlete. I talk about how the black athlete follows the money. And the money, for the most part, is usually given to the black athlete by a white man. So... That white man, that structure that that black athlete finds himself or herself in the midst of, that structure, that's a white man's structure, right? And so then that black athlete follows that white man out of his community because the black man is terrified of his community because that culture, that world, that white man's world scares him. It makes him afraid of his own people. They make that black athlete feel that his own people will take advantage of him and try to rob him and always trying to get some money from him. So the black athlete will follow the white man into his world. And when you go into his world, you're going to meet his friends who want some money from you. And then you're going to meet his women, white women. Black men have to be introduced to white women to end up with white women. Right. So, sister, you feel I'm your op. 
You feel I don't want to do nothing but harm you. You feel I don't want to marry you. And you feel I just want to have children with you and abandon you and things. I get it. I understand. So then you're going to follow that white man. And sister, when you follow that white man, you're going into his world. And I ain't in his world. He ain't got no love for me unless I can make him some money. Right? So sister, I ask the question as you march on and female power this and female power that. Black woman, that white woman issues ain't your issues, family. Black woman, that white woman issues ain't your issues. All y'all got in common is that y'all female. That's all y'all got in common. But your story ain't her story, sister. Just like you say to the brother, that white woman can't understand where you come from, brother. I can, though. Sister, me and you got more in common than you and that white woman got in common. Don't let this game get it. Don't let this game fool you, family. Sister, me and you got more in common than you and that white woman got in common. Because, see, that white woman can be talking about female power all day, but she going back to a totally different neighborhood than you going back to, family. She going back to a totally different system than you going back to, family. Society treats her different than they treat you, family. Don't get this game twisted. Don't get this game twisted. Sister, what is the unifying goal for black people? And sisters, I'm asking you that because you're black. <laughs> I'm asking you that because you're black. I'm asking you that because your voice is needed. I'm asking you that because your creativity is needed. I'm asking you that because your ideas are needed. I'm asking you that because your influence is needed. Sister, black people can't move forward unless you move forward. Black folks can't move forward unless I move forward. What is the unifying goal for black people, for black men and black women? Where do we meet, brothers and sisters? I'm asking that question. Sisters, where do you meet up with me as a man? And we move forward in the purpose of moving our people forward. I'm asking that question. I'm asking that question. Are we so foolish that we believe that we don't need each other? Are we that foolish? Do we believe the game that much? Do you believe, sister, that you don't need a black man to be successful in this society? I'm talking about as a culture, family. I ain't talking about as your husband. I ain't talking about as the father of your children. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about black men, black women being unified to move black people forward. Period. I don't got to sleep with you for our people to move forward. I ain't got to have a baby with you for our children to have great schools. For us to have more black owned businesses in our community. Where we can get all these foreigners out of our community, taking our money and leaving our community with our money and we'll never see it again. That's what I'm talking about. We don't got to sleep in the same bed for us to execute and to build our culture and to build our people up. Where is the unifying, where's the common ground, family? Sisters, I'm asking you because I want to know. Sisters, where is the unifying ground?
Like you said, the unifying ground when we got behind, when you was telling everybody to get behind this vice president, you said that the unifying ground was she was black or she had some black in her or, or she did some black things. So she did some black things. That means we all need to vote for her. Okay. All right. Even though when you look at her history, she's done nothing for black people. Nothing. But sisters, it's not enough that her daddy Jamaican. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough that President Obama is black. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough that LeBron James is black. It's not enough that Denzel Washington is black. It's not enough. What is the unifying plan to move our people forward? I'm talking to sisters. And I'm talking about our people. I ain't just talking about black females. Because sisters, y'all can keep riding that train if you want to. You keep riding this train or we don't need the black man. We don't need the black man. We don't need the black man. And sisters, I'm looking at y'all with sons. I'm looking at y'all with sons and I'm asking you hi in God's name. If you saying that, how can you say that if you raising a son, a black son, a black male who's going to become a black man? And I ain't saying women can't raise boys to be men. I'm not saying that. I was raised by women. I'm not saying that. Right. But I'm also saying that as a black man, I know I cannot move my people forward without a unifying goal with black women. Where is the common ground? Where's the unifying ground that sisters where we as men and women, black men and women come together to move our people forward? Where is it at? Where is it at? I'm not in the room talking about a woman can't be a leader. I'm not in the room saying men are smarter than women or women are smarter than men. I ain't in the room talking about that. I'm in the room. I'm not asking about who's stronger and, and I'm not, I'm not trying to have this gender battle. What I'm talking about, where is the unifying goal? What is the unifying goal that black men and black women can agree on to move our people forward? You know, back in the day, remember when um, Tupac was first coming out and um, Snoop Dogg, you know, Miss Tucker, Miss Dolores Tucker, you know, she ran, <laughs> she ran trucks and she bought albums and crushed them and, and, and smashed them up and, and things like that. And I get it. You know, she was saying that she was fighting hip hop and how she didn't like how the hip hop music was degrading black women and using words like bitches and hoes. She wasn't feeling that. She felt that that was disrespectful. Right on. Right on. As a black woman, she felt that that was disrespectful how black women were portrayed in these gentlemen's um, music, in these brothers' music. Right on, Miss Tucker. Right on. Right on. I can't be mad at that. I can't be mad at, for a black woman standing up for black women about how black women were being portrayed in black men's music. Can't be mad at that. Hell, you got to take a step back. You got to hear what the sister talking about, right? But to my knowledge, she didn't come with the, 
hey, brother, let's sit down and talk. No, she said that this is garbage and I'm going to run these trucks and 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 crush them and smash them and and things like that. Because I think this music is garbage. That's what that sister was saying. That was her opinion. She was able to do that. Okay, cool. Now, a few years ago, you know, there was a song called WAP. You know, um, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion made that music. And everybody in the room know what WAP stands for, right? I ain't got to repeat it. We all know what WAP stands for, right? Word is bomb. Dolores Tucker put her arm, she put her arm around Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion and talked about how they were strong women and this, that, and the third, and she can appreciate what they doing in the studio. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, cool. You know, you mad at the brothers for how they portraying sisters, but you putting your arms around sisters that's going to find the wet cookie box. Okay. All right. Okay. I can sit up here and go back and forth with Miss Tucker and call her a hypocrite and all this, that, and the third. I sure could. But you know what? That's a waste of time, energy, and breath. And that ain't feeding the people. What I'm going to ask Miss Tucker, just like I'm going to ask you sisters that's listening right now. Sisters, what is the unifying goal that black men and black women can plug into to move our people forward. I'm going to ask Miss Tucker the same question, just like I'm asking you sisters. What is the unifying goal that black men and black women are moving forward on to move black people forward? I'm listening. I'm waiting. Everybody can tell me this. Everybody can tell me I'm a toxic man and I'm this, that, and the third and I ain't no good and I ain't in the school. I ain't in the home. Hell, all I'm doing is creating crime. Right? Okay, sisters. If that's the case and if you're the leader of the black community because you're the leader of the black home and we raising our children, then sisters, you tell me what is the unifying goal that black men and black women I can move forward on to move our people forward. Because sister, I can't do it without you and you can't do it without me. So praise God to black girls rock. Praise God. Praise God. But I ask the question, are we going to continue on accepting this that we believe that black men don't want to get married or are we going to begin to train our boys to get married? Or are we going to be able to train our girls to be wives? That could be a debate, right? But I got something that we should all be able to agree on. I, I believe I, I, I'm bringing something to the table that we're going to be able to address. That's going to be able to move us forward. I believe we can all be unified on it, right? I believe that if we take control of our children's education, then we will take control of our future. 
I'm coming with a unifying goal that black men and black women can agree on that will move our people forward. I ain't in the room trying to tell you that you're trying to be a man. I ain't in the room trying to defend the fact that I'm not toxic. I ain't doing that. What I'm saying, Miss Tucker, what I'm saying, Miss Rice, what I'm saying, Miss Obama, what I'm saying, Miss Big Mama, what I'm saying, Little Susie Q, I'm saying that we as a people can unify and put our energy around our children's education and move ourselves forward as a people, both males and females. I believe that we all want our children to be highly educated, highly skilled, highly capable, highly confident. What better place to do that than our children's education? We ain't sitting up here. We can cry until the cows come home about our children's schools. The reason our children's schools are like that, because we as leaders, as parents, as community individuals, as churchgoers, as children who have children, we have grandchildren, we have nieces, we have nephews. We are not active in our children's schools. We are not active in our children's schools. And we have to do a better job of that. We have to get activated in our children's schools. Successful students have parents who believe that their children's education is their responsibility. That's all it is to a successful child, a successful student. That's all it is. A successful student is attached to a parent that believes that his or her child's education is their responsibility. Period. Now, sisters, I know we all want our children to be successful. And I know we all care about being black. I know this. Some might care a little bit more than others, but we all care about being black. We're all concerned about the violence taking place in our communities. And I say that with a plural because you might not know what the lottery number is next week. But what you do know is across this country, violence is taking place in black communities being done by black people and for the most part, black males. We all know that. So since we understand that, the unifying goal that black men and black women need to be focused on is rebuilding and creating our future by inserting ourselves into our children's education and taking control of it. Because when we control our children's education, we are controlling the direction of our children's future. And if our children's future is going to be founded with a solid education, the ability to read, the ability to do math, the ability to do science, the ability to, the ability to comprehend, and I'm talking about on grade level or above. If we put our children, if we take control of our children's education and put our children in that pathway, on that road, now we have control over our future and what our children are going to turn into, what our communities are going to turn into, and what our outcome is going to be. You have more control of your outcome when you take control of the situation. I think we all can agree on that, right? I don't care if you're a man, a woman, a woman that want to be a man, or a man that want to be a woman. We all know that we have more control over our outcome when we take control of the process. The more control you have over the process, 
the more control you have over the outcome. I think we can all agree with that. And when it comes to our children's education, mama, daddy, you show me who has more authority over a child's life than his parents. Please show me that. Please show me who has more authority over a child's life than their parents, than their family. So if we have parents who are taking it upon themselves to have an intensity about their child's education, then we're going to have children who are going to have an intensity about their education, which is going to lead to them behaving properly in school because they know they have accountability in their parents when they're not in school. And I ain't said nothing about nobody got to be rich. I ain't said nothing about nobody got to own a mansion. I ain't said nothing about nobody need to have a certain amount of money in their bank account. What I'm talking about is parents having a commitment and an intensity towards their child's education. That's what I'm talking about. Our unifying goal needs to be gaining complete control of our children's education. Period. Not if I'm toxic and if you trying to be masculine. That ain't what this is about, brothers and sisters. That's somebody else's argument. That's a society argument. That ain't got nothing to do with what's going on in our community, family. What's going on in our community is our business, is our challenge, and it's what we have to fix. It's what we have to solve. Nobody's going to come into the black community and do anything. The only way the black community begins to change and go in the direction that's going to benefit us for generations to come is if we insert ourselves into our children's education and begin to hold our children accountable and also hold the institution accountable. That is a governmental institution, family. It's the same government that's asking us for our vote. It is the same government that we pay taxes to. It is the same government that fuels and aids other countries by the billions. So if you can give away billions to strangers, then we as a people, we can have control of our children's education. Sisters, brothers, what we have to stop doing is feeling like we need to negotiate with people about when it comes to our property and what's ours and what we want to see done. We have to stop that. You don't have to ask permission for what you control. You don't have to ask permission for individuals who you have a right to control how your child is educated, period. Nobody's going to tell me different. And if they want to tell me different and if they're in an elected position, then guess what? When it's time for elections to come back up, you won't be sitting there because you're trying to tell me you control my child's education. And I'm going to show you I control your job position. I control your employment status as a voter and you're in an elected position and not you, not just me, but all of us impact your employment position. What is the unifying goal, sisters? That's my question. We got too many brothers and sisters always fighting. You know, you look at it. You look at D.L. Hughley and Monique. You look at you. Everywhere we look in society, we seeing brothers and sisters, brothers and brothers, sisters and sisters. I was laying in bed last night listening to um, Housewives. Housewives was just on TV in the other room. And... All I heard them sisters doing was yelling and going at each other and arguing. 
That's all I heard. These are successful sisters. You can feel the way you want to feel about them. But they on television. They getting them some paper. Damn. To them, that's success. Them sisters on TV. My question is, when are we, when we meet, make it to these levels of success and we got all this exposure as a people, when are we going to begin to start taking those platforms and start speaking to our people and speaking some life into our people instead of showing our people ignorance? When are we going to do that, family? When are we going to use our platform to speak to our people? When are we going to use our platform to empower our people? And you'll be like, oh, Mo, you ain't got no way. You ain't got no reason me telling nobody how to talk. You're right, family. I hear you. I hear you. It's easy to say that. It's easy to think like that. It's easy to think, man, let them people be, man. They just trying to live. They trying to get their money, Mo. Right? All right. You can call me crazy, but I just feel a little bit more committed to my people. Right. You can call me crazy, but I just I just feel a little bit committed to these young people growing up in the same communities that all of us grew up in. You can call me crazy, but I just want I just feel the shorties in these schools and in these grammar schools and walking through these neighborhoods and getting their mama to buy all the gym shoes and the video games. I just believe those shorties need to see people that look like them, sound like them from the same neighborhood they from that then did something with their life, I think them shorties need to hear from us. And I think that we need to be standing up and fighting for our people and speaking life into our people and organizing for our people. I'm going around asking the question, sisters. I'm asking the question. I'm asking the question. Can black men stop murdering black men? And you wouldn't believe the reaction that I'm getting. I'm getting the same reaction that a lot of you just thought when, when I asked the question. No, black men can't stop killing black men. No. So, sisters, let me ask you this question. Do you think black girls can stop becoming teenage mothers? Do you? Do you? That's a question for the sisters. Do you think black young females can stop becoming teenage mamas? I do. And the reason I do is because I'm going to talk to these boys and I'm going to talk to these boys about their responsibilities. And I'm going to tell them that they don't have a right to get a sister pregnant. Not when they steal boys themselves. I'm going to speak to young men about acting like men when they steal boys. I'm going to challenge that. I'm going to challenge that. Why? Because I'm a black man and I know that our teenage pregnancy rate is associated and linked with continued poverty. You got everybody talking about creating gen generational wealth. Praise God. If that's the direction you want to go, it's needed. No doubt about it. But how about us closing the door on foolish decisions? Right on the generational wealth. But before we can get generational wealth, we got to stop making foolish decisions. And we got to start speaking to this. Man, we got to stop making these babies. And in my opinion, it's on the dudes to stop making these babies. Because a dude can't put his penis nowhere that ain't allowed to go. And a dude won't have unprotected sex 
if he understands his responsibility to his future and also valuing that young lady, her future. So we need to wrap it up. We need to strap up. And that ain't even an option. Because when we strapping up, we're protecting ourselves, our health, our future, but we also protecting the future of our people because we're not having unwanted babies. We're not having unnecessary babies. That's a unifying goal, right, sisters? Right? So we ain't got to keep bleeding and having contracting HIV, black women, right? Brothers and sisters, we have to make up in our mind that we are going to take control of our people, our people's future by taking control of our children's education. And sisters, the question is, what is the unifying goal for black men and women to help move black people forward? Peace. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the one man army. And thank you for listening to Hood Radio. I'm your man, Mo Morris, the one, one man army. And thank you for listening to Hood Radio. Peace. What up, Chicago?